0: up everyone welcome to the 320th episode of the pokemon podcast it's super effective your host sbj with me on this sunday 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 is micah 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 oh what an intro that was good wasn't I it i so important this is this is what happens when i don't wake up last minute and start recording <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not as exciting as
1: monster trucks, but I'll take a monster truck intro any day of the week. M- monster intro for a monster co-host.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I c- I can't tell if I should take offense to that or not. I don't know either. I'll choose not to. I think it was it was leaning towards positive, not negative. Okay, all right. On the uh, Richter scale.
1: The Richter scale. <laughs> Have you uh, ever seen monster trucks?
0: Yeah. Um. Line? I think once when I was young, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean like I I was into Grave Digger probably for about 2 weeks and then I was oh, over man. it. Oh man. I feel like if
1: you you could know nothing about monster trucks and you could still know who Grave Digger is.
0: Grave Digger was like around the time where like the attitude era of wrestling was also huge. Yeah. It's like monster Tru-
1: underta- he's like the undertaker of monster truck. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's just us. Everyone else is either at Gen Con or is sick or is on vacation. So it's just Mike and I today, but that's okay. Uh, we don't have, we don't have that much news. So we're going to cover what we do have. And I think that'll probably wrap it up. It would be weird to do like an eight, eighth anniversary show without Will. So we'll wait till Will gets back, which should be next week. Uh, he is one of the few at Gen Con. And then for anyone who have sent in emails or whatever, we'll tackle those next week. Unless for some reason there's just a bunch of news that drops, and we have to dedicate the show to that. But if you haven't already and you want to send an email or just have a question, comment, concern, uh, you can go to PokemonPodcast.com and hit the contact button, or you can go to... Or you can just email SBJ at com. But, uh... You ready to talk about some Pokemon news here, Micah? Oh, you know it. All right. Am I ever? First bit of news here is off uh, PokemonLegendary.com. I make this joke all the time, but uh, this is an official Pokemon website. (laughs) 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 But uh, they have... uh, Kroger and Groupon are now available here. My favorites. Uh, At... GameStop or Game, depending. I don't know why it took me to the uh, group, the the Europe one and not the U.S. one. Here we go. GameStop. Sorry, Europe customers. I'm going to read the U.S. version. Uh, GameS- I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, right? It it's is. Yeah. One one less word. Uh, they uh, they couldn't afford the stop part. Um. <laughs> So available at GameStop August 3rd through the 26th. The legendary duo Kyogre and Groudon have dominated the land and sea since original appearing in the region. Hoenn confirmed. Get them via a code from your participating GameStop. Ultrasun Sun, Ultra Moon players can get... Uh, Ultra Sun and Pokemon Sun players can get Kyogre. Ultra Moon and Moon players can get Groudon. Ultra versions will come with a golden bottle cap. The I thought the uh, Sun and Moon versions come with a regular bottle cap, but it doesn't actually say on yeah, I don't Pokemon's think so. website. I have my card right here.
1: Oh, okay. If you want me to look at it, one second.
0: Sure, I'll read the moves here. The level one hundred Kyogre will have uh, Origin Pulse, Ice Beam, Water Spout, and Call Mine, and the level sixty will have Ice Beam, Origin Pulse, Call Mine, and Muddy Water, and then the Groudon will have uh, level one hundred Persipie. Per- precipice blades wait pers- per- precipice precipice blades what what is a precipice it's like uh the the it's like the the edge oh like it's edge like the like sharp the
1: yeah like well yeah like the the precipice of the i don't know like it's a- like the end of the the edge of the cliff like giving somebody a paper cut
0: no oh <laughs> never mind <laughs> not not the same uh earth power fire punch and swords dance and then the level 60 will know earthquake uh paper cup blades bulk up and solar beam did good you, good your- moveset
1: i think right sure i yeah. don't know much about <laughs> i'm not a big competitive guy but it sounds like a good moveset you know uh- i've actually never heard of precipice blades yeah i did at all
0: We talked about this off the podcast, but below, below this beautiful, uh, below this beautiful information of how to get Kyogre and Groudon and the moves and, you know, go to mystery gift, receive gift, enter code, rives in your game, uh, see the delivery person. Underneath all that on PokemonLegendary.com, there's a little, uh, button that says Kyogre and Groudon Legendary Pokemon Pins 2 pack. And then it says get details. And then it takes you, to another official Pokemon website called PokemonCenter.com dot uh, com, where you could buy Kyogre and Groudon for you know thirteen ninety nine two of these like bronze pins, and I we talked about this and I didn't care about the pins at all until they started selling out, and now I care. <laughs> That's how that goes. That's marketing one hundred and one. But like I didn't, supply and demand. Like pins are kind of. Useless, right? Yeah. Like they don't uh, everything's useless. But the plushes on my couch are useless. <laughs> but like I was like, ah, you know, whatever pins. And then now they're like the Dialga Palkia ones are sold out, the Heatran Regigigas is sold out, Lugia and Ho are sold out, sold out, Xerneas Evatel sold out, Sogalia Lunala sold out. Who's left? Tornadus uh and Thunderous, Kyogre Groudon wow. Latias Latias. Rashiram, Zekram, and Raiko and Entei are available, but like, what's the point? At like, five of them are already sold out. What's the point now? True.
1: Like, if you had started collecting them and you got everyone for the first like three months, then maybe there would be some drive to continue to collect them. But if you're if you're coming in this late and you can't get the others, there's not much of a point at this. Point. Yeah, you're on the you're on the precipice
0: of <laughs> not not being able to get all of them. So I'm definitely not worth it. I'm definitely an all or nothing kind of guy too. Yeah, I I'm
1: I'm the same way. It's like I if I can't do it all, then I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> but, but it's also pins. Like I don't yeah, know. It, yeah, that's true. Pins are cool when they're very specific things that I'm interested in, but. I have like I have a Mimikyu pin that I got out of the the TCG Mimikyu box, yeah. which is cool, but other than that, I can't really think of a another like like pins of Pokemon that I would
0: put on things. I think my problem I with- know that a lot of people like them, but Yeah, I like pins, but I don't ever know where to put them. Yeah. Like I feel like I can put them on my backpack or a lanyard, but then I always am super worried that it's going to clip on something and then the I'm going to lose the pin or I'm going to lose the back of the pin, which is like your pin is now useless unless you have a back part. I would guess that there are probably
1: people who collect pins probably have like a, I don't know, like, like a, a locking display or something or oh, yeah, that's some cool. kind of, yeah. you know, put them
0: up in the, put them up in the display. I don't know. I don't know enough about pin collecting. So we need to get a Disney fan on the show. Isn't that like a. Don't Disney people collect pins? Do they? Yeah, I think that was like I a don't know. Disney World thing where they have pins and stuff. I know PAX is all about those pins. Yeah, but I believe they got up on stage and said, we ripped this off from Disney World. <laughs> okay. I think that's what they actually said at one point. So real quick aside, uh, there are Ultra Beast plush at Pokemon Center now that I'm actually here. And they have that Nihiligo plush that we saw at madison regionals for 20 bucks and the people at madison regionals were selling that nihiligo for 45 dollars but oh my gosh there it is you know don't pay the import fee <laughs> you don't <laughs> have, have the to. uh stack attack too, two right they do yeah i don't it, remember is that up on the it is yeah. all all the ultra beasts okay. are up there and pokemon center must be doing really really well because they keep releasing new stuff unless it's just easy for them to be like well all right this is all the leftovers from japan let's throw them up yeah. on I'm up sure on the website maybe to some degree a factor, but, um, yeah, but usually new stuff multiple times a month. All right. Next bit of news here. A little bit of Pokemon go news, like always, uh, this was from August 2nd off PokemonGolive.com. go earn more bonuses during this special trading event trainers, whether you are seeking a new Pokedex entry or waiting the arrival of lucky Pokemon. You will have a chance to enjoy special bonuses starting August 2nd. Uh, All trades, including special trades, will cost 25% less Stardust to complete. This lasts until August 19th. Um, This applies to all friends, even brand new ones. You can earn more candy during every trade, netting up to six candies total. Plus, keep an eye out for when you encounter a Pokemon currently not in your Pokedex, as you will receive triple XP when you gain a new entry. So grab your friends and make memorable trades. Stay safe and have happy exploring. I guess this news also comes with the uh with the uh, I guess not announcement cuz they didn't really announce this unless they did on Twitter and I just missed it. Uh but there are now Shiny Snubble and Shiny Houndour in the game uh as well as they finally ended Spinda uh, to the game as well, which you can get through, a what are they called? Field research. Yeah, the old field research. We, we did this. We we did this. Uh, we 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 found said Spinda. It is it is it does exist. Apparently, there are eight models of Spinda added to the game. Only one is available right now. It's the one that with the with the dot, the the spot, uh, right bef- right below its mouth. Some people are calling it a, like a the goatee Spinda, yeah. That I've seen, but I, I no one has found the other seven, so I don't think I think they're in the game, but actually not available. Um, but this is the first time in a while that Niantic is able to surprise us with one Spinda and with two adding two new shinies without people just jumping jumping to conclusion or being like. It's shiny itis time. Let's all take off work and start hunting for this shiny itis. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they they snuck him in, which is always cool because uh, I like to be surprised. Can I? Can I be honest?
1: Can I get like a a like a really quick nitpick out of the way? Yeah. I don't like this to pattern. Oh no, I agree with you. Just because it's too like. When I think about Spinda, I think, yes, I think about, like, asymmetry, and it's way too symmetrical. It's, like, kind of weird to look, like, it doesn't look like Spinda to me, really. But other than that, it's cool to have Spinda. It's cool to see Spinda in the game and to see, like, I didn't even see, usually I'll see, like, Silph Road uh, leaks or, like, what the Pokemon looks like before it's released. And I know what I'm looking for, but I didn't even see what it looked like before I actually saw it in the game myself, which I feel like is rare.
0: Yeah. I in think, this day and age of Pokemon Go. I think Niantic is is getting its groove down of like, I mean, we we all know the Celebi thing was very, very much spoiled for us, uh, you know, a month before Pokemon Go Fest. Right. But to just like wake up and be like, oh, man, there's two new Shinies and Spindas here is awesome. Uh, and this event was, was cool. I mean, not everyone was a fan of this event, of course. There were people being like, this is boring, pass, what a what a lame event, but. I mean, it's a good, I, you're, ta- you're talking
1: specifically about the like trading event?
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of people were very, a, a lot of people were, a lot of vocal people were very down on this. And trading to me is like the coolest thing right now, especially yeah. to piggyback off lucky trades. Because I think you kind, hmm, prior to Lucky Pokemon, I thought, what would we even trade at this point, right? Because, like, I think the person I play Pokemon Go the most with is you, and we would always, always, always joke about trading prior to trading coming out, right? Because we've been playing this game for two years. Right. (laughs) So, like, you would catch, you know, something I didn't have, or I would catch something you didn't have. I can't remember what you were looking for forever. Oh, we were talking about this last night at dinner, where I had at one point like eight Mewtwo's before you had one because I was part of the you know quote unquote beta program, and because I kept going to the same locations, I kept getting invited back for Mewtwo. And the joke always was was like, "Oh, I'll just trade you one," but there was no trading. (laughs) And since then, you've gotten Mewtwo, and I think I think we both have you know pretty full Pokédexes with with, without with the exception of like relicanth or whatever tropius tropius however you say it and so like i was always thinking like what would we even trade at this point besides maybe like one or two shinies but that's not even that's not like enough to trade right like okay we traded a shiny okay i guess we'll see you in six months maybe when we have like one other weird thing to trade right but for them to add like lucky pokemon makes trading like more more Exciting, I guess, in a way, to be like, oh, this could possibly be lucky, or here, let me give you this really old Pokemon for that really old Pokemon, and then to do an event to even encourage that even more, to the point where, like, last night at dinner, we were like, let's try trading Mewtwo's because it's a little bit cheaper, and let's see if these are lucky, and that would be really cool if they're not, and if if not, no big deal. But I don't know. Uh, I I I really like trading. I think it's a it's a cool way of like making all the pokemon in your decks or not in your decks but in your collection like not worth something but like they're just not sitting there collecting dust at this point you're like oh i can right. hold on to this so when i finally see uh rochelle in six months i can be like this is a pokemon you love so i i hacked in hoopa into my pokemon go uh, i changed the date <laughs> to 2016 and so when i trade you this hoopa it's gonna be lucky if i could for rochelle i would
1: the only time i would ever hack my pokemon go ever yeah i i think it's i think it's cool i when they released trading i got really in interested in like i felt like i was a kid in school again with my link cable and my game boy like looking for other kids that i went to school with like i have vulpix and i need a Sandshrew or whatever, whatever. Like trying to find people that had the Pokemon that I need that I couldn't get, that and Pokemon that wanted Pokemon that I had that they wanted, and that became really fun to me for like the completing the collection aspect of it. But it not that it was a problem for me because I don't really care either way about actually uh, battling in the game, but it created this kind sort of an issue of like well what do you use stardust on because it costs stardust to trade it costs stardust to boost your pokemon there were some people who were like concerned about trading because it cost a lot of stardust and they're powering up all their T-Tars or whatever so i think it's nice to have an event where it gives a reduction to that and encourages people to trade more like people are more inclined to be like like last night not that it i would be concerned about, you know, having enough Stardust to boost all my T-Tars, but last night when we we're sitting Tyranitar, at the please. Steakhouse, I'm, well, I'm, I'm saying it because we're talking about Pokemon Go. If we weren't talking about Pokemon Go, it would be Tyranitar. Oh, okay. But okay. everybody you, knows the official wanna, Pokemon Go name is T-Tar. You don't want to confuse anyone. The, yeah, right. Correct. If I if I needed Stardust for for boosting, then at the Steakhouse, I may have been like, uh, I'm I'm more interested in it now because it's reduced, like, there's a reduced cost for it because of this event. And it costs, what, 75 Stardust to trade, like, Pokemon that we have just to, that we both have and see that's not, like, a special Pokemon. Yeah. And it also encouraged us to, like, like we traded a bunch of old Pokemon back and forth just to get lucky Pokemon. And it, I mean, it's so cheap, like, why wouldn't we, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it's fun that way. And initially, I didn't really care that much about lucky Pokemon. And I still have, like, concerns about what that's going to do to the trading economy in the game in the long run when shiny Pokemon get old enough to have higher lucky chances. But I think it's still cool to have, like, Pokemon amongst friends, trading Pokemon amongst friends, and, you know, with you and with Becky and you and Irene and whoever to get pokemon like pokemon that are m- memories for us or from playing the game in 2016 or in last year or whatever and have those lucky pokemon that is definitely cooler to me than I thought it uh, not that I didn't think it would be but it's cooler than I guess I expected it to be
0: yeah 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 i just i just get personally frustrated when an an event like this comes out and people are upset because it doesn't fit their agenda. And I get frustrated because I'm, a, I have an understanding that there are multiple ways people play games <laughs> and not every event needs to like apply to you to make it like worthwhile. Um, So it's like both a blo- wild, uh, How yeah, wild are we talking very, very, very wild. Um, <laughs> so it's, It's like both a blessing and a curse to be so ingrained in the Pokemon community and then see like how excited people get about stuff and then how upset people get about stuff. Because literally like three weeks ago, people were over the moon for trading. And now three weeks later, people are very upset that this new event in Pokemon Go is about trading. And I know, (laughs) I know it's not the same people, right? It's just like stuff rises to the top. And we've talked about this before. Uh, but also, like, people are now screaming for Gen 4 uh, in Pokemon Go. And, you know, yeah, what, but that's like whether it comes or not just... in the next, you know, week, d- tomorrow, the next week, the next month, the next year, uh, it'll eventually come. But, I mean, like, sometimes it's also nice to be like, okay, cool, this event exists. It's not an event where it's like 48 hours you need to go out before this event ends because we've had plenty of those. Um, and I bring that up because anytime a 48 hour event is happening or even a week event, I feel like both you and I drop everything to do this event and Rant. it's, it's fun. I love it. I, I definitely do. But when you have event after event after event, you're just like, I need a break. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and this is an event where like, it's, it, I'm, I love this event, but also I don't need to play uh From, you know, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. every single night because I might miss out on something.
1: Right. It is definitely much more low-key. And you're right. Like, I thought that yesterday or the day before, whatever it was, we were driving and I had opened Pokemon Go and looked at... I had gifts piling up and, like, I haven't really opened the app that much in the last couple days. And I was like, why? I wonder... I guess there's not really anything going on. And I was like, you know, it's actually kind of nice to not be stressing out over like what i'm missing or what's happening or and i it's it is fun but it's good to have the break and i'm happy i'm happy that we have a break (laughs) like a much more low-key event but anybody i that that is proof positive enough that anybody who says pokemon go is a dead game is dead wrong that was a really bad pun but (laughs) like it's it's far from it at this point
0: yeah there's uh,
1: a lot of people playing and there's so much happening. Even if it's low-key stuff, there's always stuff happening, I feel like.
0: I think with the uh, August stuff, uh, Raiko is back in Pokemon Go. So if uh, you missed out on the raid stuff, uh, it is now added to field research. So get your seven stamps if you're missing, if you're missing uh, that. To shift gears a little bit, uh, this is off Pokemon's website. Uh, Ash and Pikachu return to the big screen. Latest Pokemon film the Pokemon the movie the power of us arrives in theaters for a limited engagement courtesy of fa- fathom events fathom fathom events Fathom, is that what they're fathom. calling them I'm sure it's probably fathom <laughs> probably uh phantom phantom fathom phantom phantom with I an could f could be any of them at this point uh I guess, yeah, I guess I never said it out loud. Pokemon fans will have a good reason to head out to theaters later this year. Is that like shade on every other movie that has existed? And like, who cares about Incredible 2? This is a reason to head out to theaters. This is the real reason. (laughs) Uh, They have good reason to head out to theaters later this year when the newest Pokemon animated film comes to the big screen this holiday season. Pokemon the movie The Power of Us will have a limited theatrical release Uh, On November 24th, 26th, and 28th, as well as December 1st. Pokemon the movie The Power of Us tells the story of Ash and Pikachu as they journey to a small seaside town filled with diverse sets of characters including a young athlete, a compulsive liar, a shy researcher, a bitter old woman, and a little girl with a big secret.
1: When you said, said young athlete, I thought you were going to say young Ash.
0: I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Excuse me? Girl Ash then. meets a young Ash. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Um, the real question is, how does Ash die in this movie? Uh, every year, <laughs> the townspeople gather to celebrate legend, the legendary Pokemon Lugia, who, who brings the wind that saved the town from destruction many years ago. The festival is a time for celebration, When a Pokemon Catching Race and a ceremonial flame-burning brightly to summon Lugia... Wait. The festival is a time for celebration with the Pokemon Catching Race and a celebrated flame-burning brightly to summon Lugia. Okay. But when a series of incidents threatens just not the festival, but all the people and Pokemon who call their hometown... It's going to take more than just Ash and Pikachu to save the day. Will these people be Uh-oh. able to put aside their differences and work together to rescue their town? Or the answer is yes. Or <laughs> Spoiler alert. Or will it all end in destruction? And then you can check out the, uh, the trailer right here. And it's like, what, a, a minute 30 trailer? Uh, we've seen the trailer before, but it's in English this time, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I I said this before before we started. You said, did you see the trailer? And I said, I remember seeing that, but I don't remember seeing the. I remember seeing it in Japanese, but I don't remember seeing the Zeraora stuff
0: that's in in the English trailer. I mean, it's. I mean, like the the trailer. I guess if you wanted to know what happens in this movie, uh, I I can probably assume that Ash and Pikachu save the day. Um, I was gonna
1: say, can we can we do like a our, uh, like, our own speculation Based on what we know of Pokemon movies What we think is going to happen in this movie
0: <laughs> Well it's already out in Japan So I was going to say like, you, oh. could, <laughs> you, you could literally just go to the Wikipedia or a Bubblepedia article And probably read the synopsis of What actually happens But
1: Man that's no fun
0: though uh, No no and I, I made it However many months Without spoiling I choose you Yeah, Which I think was worth it because that movie is a delight but uh, elephant in the room, the other Lugia movie was called Pokemon the Movie 2000: The Power of One. This movie is called The Power of Us. So
1: yeah, I really i I don't know. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know why I like that. I it's like the fact that it's just a callback, I guess. But I like that they're doing that.
0: Yeah, and we know that Lugia is in it, and we know that Zera Aura is in it. I still don't know how to say that Pokemon's name. But I think I'm, you
1: did it. I think that was right.
0: I'm I'm sure I'm sure they will say it multiple times, and most of the time when Ash says it, I bet it will be followed by a question mark. Yeah. Like Zera Aura? <laughs> that was perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> uh it looks great. I think for I Choose You there was um two initial showings, and then afterwards they announced like a Encore or whatever, because it did so well that they brought it back again
1: for like another two
0: days. I remember the Victini movie was like one day, uh maybe two days, I remember that, but um
1: I didn't even know that got like a release.
0: Yeah, that was uh I mean black and white had a lot of momentum behind it.
1: You could say it's not always black or white. But it's your black heart- and white.
0: Always knows what's right. Yeah. Some would say it's not whether you win or lose, but it's the path you choose.
1: And the path I
0: choose is I'm probably going to go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you cannot preorder tickets yet, uh, but you can go to uh, Fathom to uh, enter your e- email address. So they email you when tickets go on sale. It looks like they're predicting. Uh, they said estimated general date will be September 27th. Now, if I recall correctly,
1: Fathom is the company that t- hosted the Digimon movie that you and I saw in the theaters. Yes,
0: and the, they did—they did, and they it did was host a
1: disaster.
0: <laughs> yes, they did also host "I Choose You" as well.
1: Oh, they did. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they don't have a completely terrible track record in our area, at least. No, man, that Digimon movie was tough to watch, though.
0: Yeah, there was like a real real quick, Mike and I saw the Digimon, the fifth Digimon movie in theaters, and there was a real bad contrasting issue where everything was just overexposed and like either too dark or too bright, and multiple people complained, and they said they were going to fix it, and 90 minutes later, we walked out going, that wasn't fixed.
1: They never fixed it. Uh, I believe if you want a visual reference for what it looked like, there's a uh, common t- type of meme on the internet called deep fried memes, which are just like blown out contrast and like really terrible color correction. And it looked very similar to that. It was bad. It was, it was not not good. Hopefully, uh, the power of us is much better. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, I'm- I think...
0: Pokemon's got that that big money over Digimon, <laughs> so it looks like it comes out the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So I don't. It's probably like if I was to guess how America works, that's probably a very popular movie going weekend. But oh, I'm you, sure it is. You got you got multiple dates. So, uh, I would also wager to guess. I bet they'd release Zeraora during that time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I probably. I you think it's gonna be like a card release? No, I
0: think it'll just be um, like a card code. I think it'll just be on their website. But will we get cards at oh, the theater? Oh yeah, I'm sure we'll get a TCG card. Now we're talking. I'm sure we will. Uh, real quick, I didn't have this in news, but I just remembered it mentioning Uh There's a bug right now going around in Mystery Gift where people are hacking Zeraora's in and. Technically, uh, Sun and Moon does not have a dex entry for Zeraora, Blacephalon, Stock Poiple, Poypel, and Nagandadal, N- or however you say that. Uh, but somehow, uh. Uh, Zeraora will make it to your game in Sun and Moon, and uh, lock, possibly lock up your game, and/or uh, fill a permanent bank, permanent box spot in your game that you cannot uh, get rid of what do anything heck? with this seriously only if you go through mystery trade or i'm sorry uh wonder trade oh okay but like you have no control if you're just wonder yeah. trading and you suddenly get Zera Aura wonder traded to you and you're using a copy of sun and or moon you're kind of boned right i don't know all the details about it Um, but if you, if you're curious and you want to look into that, if you're like, obviously if you don't wonder trade, probably not the big of a deal. If you do wonder trade a lot, I would personally look into that. There's a couple problems with that. The first problem is it's one of the reasons why I don't trust wonder trade is because people can easily hack anything and just send it out to the world. The second problem is like on the Pokemon company, because as much as people fantasize about Game Freak providing DLC for future games or any games they don't they don't even get to the point where they update old games which is part of the problem they could easily fix this if they just sent out a patch for Sun and Moon yeah right but they they won't (laughs) because they don't care (laughs) they put out a game and then they like will do a couple patches if it's related to like either something that is severely game-breaking uh like saving in a pokemon center in x and y or um if it's competitive related and now that we're almost 2 years removed from sun and moon i i doubt anyone is they've sold their games they've moved on they just it it right. it, it sucks in both ends like sucks from the person people doing it and it sucks from uh game freak not actually supporting their stuff Right. I'm sure there are incidents instances where they have supported something like 2 years later but
1: yeah it's i it, that's always a weird conversation of like how long should you support a game past its release or like the release of a follow up right cuz if you're doing Pokemon games every year or every 2 years or whatever at what point do you draw the line and say like this is not we're not going to be supporting this one anymore, but that it's hard it's it's hard to say i I will say as far as bugs go, they have a pretty good track record for like they may have some bugs, but largely there's really not that many like game breaking things right in yeah just in general like, i mean comparatively I've never... speaking to like everybody always points at skyrim but like skyrim (laughs) that
0: game has seen re-releases and it's still buggy (laughs) like i can't ever remember when i have had a pokemon game like lock up or freeze i don't think i've ever had that or like hard crash or anything yeah Yeah. i don't think i have either
1: but you know the i guess if they're pumping them out as quick as they are at some point they just have to say like uh well we'll support it in the launch window and then not supported anymore i guess
0: i mean at least i wish i wish they just had like an end of life date of like hey on march 31st 2019 we are sending a final update to the game and then after this we are no longer supporting it or something of the sort where like hey you can still do all this but you know this won't like wonder trade will be inactive and whatever right um something
1: or uh, you have bugs in Wonder Trade <laughs> that <laughs> prevent you from doing
0: certain things in the game or you know
1: take up a permanent uh box slot or something you know
0: yeah i heard there was like a thing where you could send this glitched pokemon to pokemon bank and then send it to ultra sun ultra moon and then release it there um yeah. because the game will recognize that it's actually exist but feel like if you're wonder trading on sun and moon mm, you probably don't have ultra sun ultra moon <laughs> sure it's this is uh, like
1: another uh, there's another part of this guy kind of, uh, i mean it's not related to pokemon but they just recently within the last couple months was that whole thing about the splatoon hackers i don't know if you heard about that or not yeah i've heard about that where they would uh like force you into the the level that wasn't released in online games and then if you played in those online games then and they recognized it or they could, could like see that your account had interacted with that level at some point then they'd have like timed bans or something even though it's not your fault that you were playing on that map somebody just automatically put you in that map because they yeah. hacked it in like it's such a weird that and this are like weird forms of hacking like
0: well yeah it's it just, just sucks such a strange because, like, thing there's a difference between getting like a perfect IV Palkia through Wonder Trade of like, yeah, right, Who? who at, at what are the odds for all your IVs to line up for perfect and then somebody to go like, all right, let's Wonder Trade this, because it's not like you can breed for a perfect IV Palkia, but there's right. like a difference between getting like a perfect IV, probably most likely like 98% sure that this is hacked Palkia through Wonder Trade and then being like oh, now I just got something that I can't even get rid of if I want to, that like yeah. has permanently ruined my box. And it sucks for those people that are just wonder trading because they want to wonder trade. Like they are getting yeah. shafted just like those people in Splatoon. I was like, I didn't sign up for this and now I'm getting dragged in. Right. It's, I, I wonder, I won't. have they said anything about wonder trade for Let's Go? Uh, there's no wonder trade for Let's Go. There's no GTS. You can trade and you can battle with people on your friends list. I believe. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I, I, yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe that's fine, right? Like in this day and age, where every like most people have access to Pokemon communities through online platforms like I don't know Twitch or Discord or uh, online forums or Reddit or whatever.
0: I mean, I Is see the appeal to for like trade, a random. Though? Like, it is, it is exciting to be like, oh, I got this. Because, like, nine times out of ten, you're probably getting Weedles. Yeah, true. <laughs> so yeah, I, like, I guess. So, I see the appeal, but at the same time, it's like... Like, I, I also feel like GTS has... Uh, like, I, I have grown to like GTS because I can use it without exchanging friend codes, which is, like, a huge hassle. So, like, yeah. what I do on streams is uh, I've, I've, I've gotten into breeding... I've come a long way in this podcast. Let me tell you, eight, eight, seven, eight years ago, I would have. I hated breeding. I hated shiny hunting. Here I am. Uh, So I was was breeding hidden ability. Phantoms was the hidden abilities harvest harvest uh, with the adamant nature because Treviden is a physical attacker. Don't get me started on what Smogon suggests. I wanted adamant. I picked adamant. Caught (laughs) caught one in a friend ball. So then all the babies would be in friend balls. So I have this hidden ability, phantom, in a friend ball, adamant nature, trevident, that I bred a bunch of. I eventually got a shiny one for myself. And then I was like, I want to trade you guys these because that's cool. And, you know, you if you decide to um, breed these for a shiny, you can then pass on the friend ball. All seems cool, right? And right. I was like... You know what the biggest hassle is? Is like there's like 200 of you watching me right now to like add 100 people and then to like delete 100 people and then add another 100 people just to trade 200 Phantoms. Right. That is the biggest pain. So GTS came in when somebody was like, just have everyone upload the same garbage Pokemon and just have them nickname it. And then you go (laughs) through GTS and you just find the nicknames and then you can trade that way. And it worked amazingly. I think what we had... Oh, we had people do Baskolin, uh, because when you looked at the GTS, there's, like, 200 search results for Caterpie, because everyone's putting up Caterpies for Zekrom, um, and then you go to baskelin and there's, like, three people putting up Baskelins for, like, I don't know, Hoopa or something, because everyone has the most ridiculous request on GTS, so... <laughs> Then all of a sudden, GTS in the Baskelin was filling up with all these Baskelins named ISC, so I could just find them. Be like, "Oh, I this Baskelin's named ISC. You're getting a Phantom. This Baskelin's named ISE, You're getting a Phantom." And then I can very quickly find all of them because I'm just looking at Basculin. And then as soon as I get my two hundred Basculin, I start deleting them because <laughs> that's the only respectable thing to do with Basculin. Right. Once you receive it, you delete it. I mean, aren't you kind of like? leaning more towards liking basculine now? I am, yeah. My uh one of my one of my friends sent me two little basculine plushes for, for my birthday as a joke of because I hated this, but now like the <laughs> plushes are so detailed and you can like clearly see the differences and I kinda like basculin a little bit. There's actually a lot of differences that are very apparent once they're in plush form.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just I I like it on the principle that it's like such a weird Pokemon. Like, it's such a I still think that it's super boring, but it's it's also just such a strange Pokemon that
0: people <laughs> are instantly upset about. That I just it don't makes get. Makes me like it a little bit more. Why they're just not also gender different? Like, why are they just not a hippodon or like a Meowstic where like the blue one is female and the red one's male? Like. Because that's too easy. I, I this guess. needs to be weirder. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe. But yeah, uh, Wonder Trade is weird.
1: Something. It's something. I can't say that I will super miss it, I guess, in Let's Go. That, you know, who, who's, who knows it? It may be back in Gen 8, but I I won't miss it a ton in Let's Go.
0: Yeah. Got one more bit of news here. Speaking of Let's Go, what a transition. Ooh, actually successful. I know. Eventually, I got there. Okay, <laughs> so this is, this is, oh, also, Celestial Storm came out. There's your TCG coverage of the episode.
1: <laughs> there you go. There it is. All right, that's, so this that's is the off coverage.
0: .esports.com, which we've never reported on before. I don't, I can't say I've heard of them before, uh, before this article came out. I will read it. It's from July 29th. Came out on my birthday. Uh, Here's how finding shiny Pokemon will work in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Let's Go Eevee. Did you hear about this? I did not. I'm intrigued. The Nintendo VS UK event in London earlier uh, earlier today came with a few good surprises for Pokemon fans. A ragtag team of four went on stage to win a squads match of Fortnite Battle Royale in front of a roaring crowd. I already don't believe this article. Uh, And a bunch of unreleased games were were also on display. But Nintendo surprised media personnel attending the event with a small tech demo of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and it was available to try out in the press area. The surprises didn't end there, though. As we explored Viridian Forest in a short demo, we encountered an extremely rare shiny wild Pokemon. The employees looking after the booth over the weekend claimed up until that point, they've only seen two people find a shiny Pokemon in the wild, so we got pretty lucky. But from that little bit of luck, we can now reveal what trainers will need to look out for when they head into the wild this November after the game is released. A shiny Pokemon won't look any different than any other Pokemon in the overworld when it appears. It will have the same color. There's a catch, however. A small glimmer, an aura, gives a player a chance to know if the Pokemon they are looking for is shiny. Small star like particles will appear above the Pokemon in the overworld to indicate it's a shiny Pokemon. Then all you need to do is touch it and catch it before it disappears from the map. It should be noted though that this is a demo version of the game, but from what we've heard at the event, this might be how shiny Pokemon work in the retail release. Uh, shiny Pokemon being included in the game should come at no surprise to avid Pokemon fans. At E3, Some of the developers confirmed that if you own shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go, it will also be shiny when you transfer it to the Let's Go series. But this is the first real confirmation that the shiny Pokemon are indeed catchable in the wild. Interesting.
1: So this is fine. Uh,
0: No, I guess like this is such a little thing, but it bothers me a lot. I don't know if you know what I'm going to say here. They write. I this, have a lot of like weird feelings about this, but go ahead. They write this article, and they say they found this extremely rare shiny Pokemon. Yeah, and they never mention. They don't say what it is. <laughs> which is like, it's such a little detail, and I don't like. I feel like if you're if you're if you're if if you're not listening to this podcast, if for some reason this appeared on your Facebook, and like. You just, like, read it. It was like, oh, cool. I'm excited for these games. But what a weird detail to just leave out. Again, like, yeah. it doesn't make or break the article. But, like, I feel like if you're reporting on this, like, that is maybe, like, I don't, just being like, we found a shiny Weedle. Or, like, we found a shiny Caterpie and it was gold instead of green. But, like, to say, like, we found a shiny Pokemon and then just gloss over what you actually found is... Actually, right. infuriating to me. W- was there not? Is there no? uh There's no video. There's photo no screenshots. There's I, I don't there's... think I believe this. What is this? This article? So it's, it's off s- dot, esports. Dot esports and Nintendo VS is like the Nintendo versus thing. I don't know if you follow it on Twitter. It's like the Splatoon, the Arms, probably Smash oh, Brothers. Yeah. Well, this is the Nintendo sure. VS UK event. Okay. First of all, here's a question. Okay. Why why would they bring Pokemon to that? I mean, it's Nintendo. They probably have, like, dev kits of all the games that they can show. Sure, maybe. I don't know. I, Nintendo VS UK would be official Nintendo at that point. Okay. I but, guess the other yeah, thing. I guess. I don't know. Like, why would they not bring
1: Smash? Why would they bring Pokemon to, like, a competitive event? Like, why is Pokemon there? And maybe they did bring Sp- Smash. I don't know. Maybe they didn't bring anything. Who knows at this point? <laughs> no, they probably did. But like, why? I, I don't know. I I think about games journalism, I guess, when I like read read articles and stuff, and it, I am used to getting like a play by play of an event that someone is covering. Like, oh, we got to play this demo. Here is like a literal play by play of what we did. Can I? When can we I stop you right it. here? Yeah, sure.
0: The person who wrote this article. Adam yeah. Newell. I'm sure I'm a really nice guy. He's sure. written a lot of Pokemon Go related articles on this website. Uh, I'll just read some of the titles here. Uh he wrote this the next day motion co- controls are not required to throw pokeballs and let's go pikachu let's go eevee. Sure, I'm I'm sure that that could be believable. Also wrote an article the pokeball plus isn't worth the price. That's an interesting title for an ar- article about a device that's not out yet. <laughs> maybe he got to play it at
1: nintendo versus uk maybe he got to use the pokeball and he can tell you that it's not worth it i I don't know I, i don't know that this is a this is a weird article like it's weird because i don't if you said polygon or the verge or like any other i don't know nintendo life or somebody that i guess i recognize i'd be like okay yeah, sure. Yeah. I believe it. that's weird. You don't read .dot esports every day when you wake up. Sure, sure don't. Uh, I mean, not saying not not like no attack on them or anything, but I just have never heard of it until now. But the other thing that like is weird to me about this is why why wouldn't it just follow the same mechanics that Pokemon Go follows for shiny Pokemon, in that you don't know if it's going to be shiny or not. Like well, why? The Add other th- the mechanic of like, it spark. It has sparkles over its head, and then it
0: runs away, and you got to catch it. From my understanding, that when when a Pokemon spawns, in let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, You remember the the blue aura and the red aura. Blue aura meaning it's like undersized, red meaning it's bigger. Oh yeah, yeah. So when they spawn, they don't last forever. So all Pokemon will eventually like despawn. Sure, after a set which is of time. like. Similar to Pokemon Go, right? Um, yeah. And so I would assume the shiny Pokemon is the same. From my understanding, from what I've read, not in this, not what I've read, what I've heard. Not in this article. This is why I was, like, weird about bringing, bringing this article up, is the sparkles only appear for just a split second, and then you don't know anymore. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, hmm. But, like... It's it, it, it could be real, right? But at the same time, it's like what they're saying just seems like what it would be in Pokemon Go, which we already know is like you see all these Pokemon in the overworld. You don't know if they're shiny until you encounter them. And then eventually they despawn and stuff. So like that just makes sense. But then to add like the sparkles. Okay, sure. Um, that could or could not be a thing. It's just very it's either just lazy writing or it's just like I heard somebody at the event talk about this, so I'm going to report on it. Because, like, if you were actually there and you saw it happen, why don't you mention the Pokemon like that? I just like, can't get over it. that. I yeah. just can't get over the fact that they wrote an article. Maybe, like, a lot of people read this and was like, oh, cool, we know. But, like, that detail, I think, is actually really important for journalism. Yeah. I agree with you, did other people cover this? No, every time I found an article, it came back to this one. It came back to dot eSports every single time. interesting hmm okay, I don't know. I guess
1: remains to be seen i'm gonna i'm gonna uh say I'm feeling a little skeptical about this one, but I'm not outright saying they're wrong. <laughs> Or that they're lying or something, I'm just you know i i'm I'm skeptical. We'll see, I
0: yeah. guess, yeah, it's just the mechanic in general seems strange to me, but I mean, I've no doubt that there will be wild encounter shiny Pokemon in this game. oh, absolutely, <laughs> not a doubt in my mind. well, I uh, think-
1: can we talk about real quick the biggest news in regards to let's go? pikachu and let's go eevee that had the whole internet buzzing in the
0: last week oh yeah sorry that was my last last bit of news i completely closed the window on accident and then forgot until you brought it up but yes i know exactly what you're gonna talk about uh are are you thinking what are you are you leaping to the same conclusions that i am look i love frogs (laughs) (laughs) i okay Maybe you feel Do you wanna explain what happened or do you want me okay? Give the like backstory. So there was um there were five walking animations that were shown for Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. And they're all in Japanese. There's no like English versions of these. Um and they're all about twenty to twenty five seconds long. And so we see some new Pokemon that can follow behind you, as we know. Uh, Every single Pokemon in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee can follow behind you. It was uh, highly requested from the Pokemon community to have following Pokemon. So we saw Golem, uh, which would roll up into a ball and roll behind you. We saw Electrode, which we've seen before. but We've seen more seconds of Electrode just rolling behind the trainer. Uh, Electrode is
1: very funny to me in that it just like rolls on its face.
0: Yeah. It's it's such a good Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, The most adorable one, uh, which made me instantly love this Pokemon more, was Caterpie, which, like, when you were walking through the tall grass, Caterpie would get lost because it's so tiny. Yeah. Uh, It was so good. And also, Caterpie, like, struggled to keep up, which was also amazing.
1: It's very Uh, cute.
0: The other one was Onyx, which we've seen before, especially if you watched the Nintendo Treehouse demo back at E3. We saw them get on and off Onyx a couple times during that demo. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the final Pokemon was Venusaur. And this is what uh, the Internet lost their mind, either either very happy or very upset. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That Venusaur uh, moves like a frog. And it hops along. It's almost like if you removed
1: the flower from its back, it literally is just a giant frog. (laughs) It's just a whole frog. (laughs) I guess a lot of people didn't like. This is what's mind blowing to me is that so few people, I guess, recognized the Bulbasaur line as like frog based. I guess I didn't realize that so few, like so few people were able to draw that conclusion like yeah it's such a it's so funny to me because if you just take the plants off of them they're just frogs
0: (laughs) yes i think this it could be the sore that throws people off because they think dinosaur sure but also like what dinosaur is
1: that (laughs) i'll tell you it's it's a frog (laughs) it's a good question what
0: dinosaur is that
1: it's just such a funny thing because it's we, like clearly just, ha- like
0: just fr- like frogs hiding in plain sight and nobody knew. <laughs> in, a, in a lot of the anime, you, you normally see Venusaur not moving at all. Uh, with the exception, I'm, I, I, did, uh, I did faint research on this. Um, with the exception of the very first Pokemon movie with Mewtwo and Mew. Uh, there is a Venusaur versus Venusaur fight. Mewtwo's Venusaur versus uh, I don't know nameless characters Venusaur, what that dude was. He was wearing an orange jacket, uh, but they they both walk towards each other. So there's like yeah. you could point and be like, there's no hopping there. But I think I think there's a difference between like a Pokemon slowly walking into a battle to look intimidating and like. A Venusaur frantically trying to keep up with its trainer running at breakneck speed to the next town. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing. I love the way it moves. I think it's great. I
1: think it's really great. I, I remember, like, I guess maybe, I don't know. I remember there was uh some Photoshop of, like, a frog with, like, a clove of garlic on its back, and that was, like, a Bulbasaur joke, and I think that maybe was i don't know one of the first times that i was like oh okay like i see it now like i guess that makes sense but i guess it just didn't like once you realize that it's a frog like it's really hard to not it's it's so hard to not be like are you kidding me how did i never see this <laughs> i think it's adorable though i lo- i
0: love that leap that it does. I do too. And it's it's kinda why I just love Pokemon in general, is cause it took twenty plus years for us to see Venusaur have a bit of a hustle. Yeah. And when we finally see it, it was like, heck yeah, this was worth the payoff. <laughs> like think about how many Pokemon that we just haven't seen move yet. Yeah, that's
1: true. And we also, fo- how many Pokemon like maybe are also just a very obvious reference hiding in plain sight that we just don't realize until it moves, and then we all go, "Oh my god,
0: that's what it is!" Think of oh, how many was a. Think uh, of how many Pokemon are just actually frogs. Yeah, they're all just frogs. All of them, Charmander. That's frog. <laughs> Squirtle. Frog.
1: The whole. The whole line is just frogs. The whole Canto line.
0: The, the also like if you literally go to Bulbapedia, it says that uh, Venusaur has uh, common stuff with frogs and toads uh, yeah. and other reptiles. Uh, anyways, the pushback I got was a, a Pokemon that large cannot like hop like that. What and, says who? Uh, that says the internet. Uh, Venusaur only weighs 220 pounds, not that much. But my, my argument back to them is, have you ever seen a hippo run? Because let me tell you, if you're trying to run away from a hippo, oh, it'll outspeed you. Those things are super fast and super heavy. <laughs> I don't... Who are these, like... Who are these movement police? Who are these,
1: like, reality physics police for Pokemon? I don't understand it. Hippos weigh
0: 3,000 to 4,000 pounds. And they run. Venusaur weighs 220 pounds. U.S. And a hippo can run 19 miles an hour.
1: That's so amazing. It's all—it's all relative too, though, right? Like, don't tell me that Venusaur could to our size. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd—I'd—I mean, Venusaur could fly. You could tell me Venusaur uses its vines to, or the flower on its back as a propeller, and it's a he- helicopter's across the across Route Seven with you. I would believe it because it's just—it's a—it's not a real creature. <laughs> it's you know. It's, it's all,
0: it's all, uh, it's whatever they want it to be at this point, I guess. Um, I'll just read this off Bulbpedia. Alternatively, Venusaur's large rounded snout, wide mouth, wide eyes, bumpy wart-like skin, and quad, uh, quadruple-like movement are vaguely similar to certain amphibians, such as those as the common toad. Unlike Bulbasaur, Venusaur's ears do have hollows indicating that they are, in fact, ears, not glands, as seen in many species of frogs and toads. The flower on its back resembles the Rafflesia arnaldi, which is commonly called the corpse lily. Oh man, corpse li- lilies are weird. Are they, I thought that's it, what Viopluma was it, based it, off of. It could be, but this literally looks like Bulbasaur's back. This flower is really disturbing looking, actually. Th- Aren't they like, don't
1: they, isn't the reason that they're called the corpse lily because they smell like
0: a It has a very strong and unpleasant odor of decaying flesh. There it is. Gross. Where are these located? Uh, Yeah, this
1: is what Vileplume is based on, too. I mean, if you look at like, if you Google corpse
0: lily, it looks like Vileplume.
1: (laughs) It's just, it's just Vileplume.
0: Um, I guess like somebody at Game Freak really obsessed with this flower. Yeah, maybe. Or I mean, it is like cool nature, right? Uh yeah, it's like based interesting on the same things
1: that nature makes.
0: Well, I feel like every single Pokemon, like their names, like once you break down their names, you're just like, oh, this is super, super obvious and very punny. And then like when you break down what it's based off of, you're just like, oh, duh, of course it's it's this. It was like right. the one time on Al- a vacation when. Irene was like, Smeargle's a monkey. And I was like, What are you talking about? Smeargle's a dog. And she's like, What do you mean? And I was like, It's literally a beagle. Like, it's smear plus beagle. <laughs> like- Smeargle. It's a, it's a,
1: also like, I don't know, I don't know what monkeys she's seen but
0: that doesn't look like a monkey to me at all i mean i i if you quickly glance at it i can see the monkeyness because it's like tail is, is it like tail the tail I guess, yeah. I guess yeah when you're just like focused so much on the tail but it's literally a dog wearing a, a french beret yes <laughs>
1: it's the the whole head is just a whole
0: dog head <laughs> It's Japanese name is dooble, which it just means dog, doodle, dabble, or doable. <laughs> that's awesome. That's an awesome sentence. I th- yeah, I think, uh, I think like a lot of... Uh, you, uh, think just, uh, me included, I, like, I am guilty of this. Just a lot of people overthink Pokemon. They're real basic <laughs> at yeah, their core. They are core. very
1: basic. Uh,
0: and that's what makes them so great. I think so. I certainly think so. Now that you've said this vile plume thing, like, that totally makes sense. Its name yeah, is literally stinky vile.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a stinky, but like, flower plume. I, I remember seeing that, though, at, like, one of those points in time where I would went down some kind of Google hole, and I was, I found it, and I was like, oh, that looks exactly like it. That's amazing. And then I was like, man... I I feel like everybody probably already knew this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I don't know. I still get people with the RKS system every now and then.
1: The RKS system.
0: Because Savali's ability is the RKS system, which is like, if you say it real fast, it's Arceus, which is what Savali is based off of. See,
1: but now what, what animal is Arceus based off of?
0: It's based off like a deer? Goat? I don't know what it's based off of. I've looked it up before. I don't know. This Actually, is your, this is your pokémon of the week. Uh Arceus is based on uh, based on a creator deity presented in many world's cultures. Arceus's stance is similar and general for, Arceus's stance and general form are similar to the Egyptian bull and cal, calf 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 idols, particularly <laughs> the Apis or the the, the I, I don't know how to say that. APIS. I I'm sure Apis? there's what I, said. I would assume Apis. Based on its appearance and attack movements in the 3D games, Arceus may also be modeled over after a horse or a llama. The arc on its back is inspired by the Darkachara, uh, which is something what? which is the the wheel of Dar- Dharma, which is a uh Okay. A Buddhist that I'm aware of. A Buddhist thing. Uh used... I didn't know it
1: had that uh, the Darka atar- I don't. I don't know what. I don't said, know. but I don't know. Darka Charka, called.
0: Uh, which is used to re- represent a concept similar to the reincarnation in Hinduism. The conce- the conception of the first god may be influenced by the Shito gods, uh, Kunitokachi, and oh my goodness, these words are just getting bigger and bigger. Aminiamishikanishi. Uh, the heck Oof. is this? It's a an heavenly ancestral god of origin, heart, and the universe, according to the Kojikai. Whew, that's a huge word. Um, who is summoned by some other uh, names I can't say. It's also based on some Chinese mythical creatures. Its myth is nearly identical to the cosmic egg found in the creation of myths and many cultures and civilizations. Oh, man, there are a lot more words here, I can't say. It goes back to uh, Buddhism, though, at one point. And um, what is the cosmic egg? European culture, typically, the world egg is the beginning of some sort and universe of pre-mortal beings coming into existence by an egg hatching. Oh, my God. Can I
1: read that? Not that that was... I didn't mean for that to relate so closely to what we were talking about, but... (laughs) Can I can I read this name origin portion real quick? For what? Because this is like for Arceus. Oh sure. Because this is this for me. Like any time in the past that you've said it's Arceus, because this is how you like pronounce the name, and this is what saw the 3D, like, 3D Pokedex Pro says one. it. This is this is what sells me on it right here. I I whenever I can like find what the word is that it, that it's referencing that it relates to or whatever then it makes sense to me. Like, I just need to draw that line between the two things. And this is, this is off of Bulbapedia. uh, And it says, Arceus may be a combination of arch or arc, most extreme or highest. Archon, a Greek word that means ruler or Lord or Arcanus, Latin for secret or mystery and Archaic, which is ancient. All of those things, whether it, it is, it is reliant on those or not. Which I feel like it has to be to some degree, is enough of how, like, using those pronunciations is enough to convince me that that is how you pronounce Arceus.
0: Because <laughs> they all are Arc. <laughs> yes. And it all makes sense for what Arceus is supposed to be. I mean, it goes even more to the point where, like, it mentions Arc and Arceus, the yeah. aspect of an astral plane. Early on, I think they said Arceus, and I think there's an interview where they said like, oh yeah, we changed that, because Arceus sounds a lot like Arce, which I think Al would be like, that's, that's a word of my country. That's how we say <laughs> booty.
1: Is that, that was a good impression.
0: Yeah, thank you. I'm sure Al is proud. I just watched wrestling and Sheamus was on, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the kiss my arse match. And I was like, oh, back this in the a day. This sh- is family friendly. This is, yeah, family podcast, friendly. My, my apologies. <laughs> I, was, I meant booty. There we go. Much better. Uh, but I think there was an interview being like, yeah, we, we were like, we need to get away from this pronunciation because it's sounding a lot like a word we don't want it to sound like. But also, like, we've had this conversation sure. before. Who decides what it sounds like? Like, Arceus is the same in every language. Mo- I think most mythical Pokemon, like Mew, it's the same in everyone. I think that was, like, the big thing about mythical Pokemon is they wanted to make sure that no matter what language you spoke, uh, everyone could say the same. Like, you just know it. Right. Who decides that at that point? Is that, like, because Snorlax is not the same in maybe that's a bad example. Charizard is not the same in English as it is in Japanese. So do like who makes the distinction on how Charizard should be said whereas like this it's the same for everything. So who makes the distinction of how that is said? it's very they just need to put out a like they just need a full pokédex that a, says every name.
1: Yeah. Just that's all we need. Give us official pronunciations. And everybody can. You think at this point though, like they're purposefully not doing that because they're like, "Ah, hey, let's let people pronounce them how they want because it's fun," and it it makes it interesting when people debate how something is said. Or I would believe that if they if
0: they. I, that was a, the... I, I don't know because like when you watch when you watch that that uh, the Power of Us trailer, they like they're really emphasizing that a part of Pokemon. They're like. They really are pushing that. And I felt like they never really pushed that that hard before, especially with the four kids stuff. I don't know. You watch some of the Canto stuff like
1: Indigo, Indigo League, that that announcer and
0: Ash too. like there's a lot of Pokemon like, yeah, really pushing that. And maybe I don't know. I just feel like it's popping up a lot more where they're like. Very, very much making sure that people are saying like the right thing. I mean, like when that's your brand, I think you care about that, right? Like I'm sure Pepsi would be upset if people were like, "It's Pepe." <laughs> old Pepe. Pepsi would be like, "Please stop doing this. It's Pepsi." <laughs> Good old Pepis. It's my that's favorite my favorite soft drink. All right, I think that'll wrap up our show. <laughs> you guys kind of got Pokemon of the week without without us really, uh, indirectly.
1: Yeah,
0: direct um, Pokemon of the week. Uh, well, thank you, Micah, for being on. I know you were really busy this week, but you're able to sneak hey, on. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll be back next it's week. A will should be back. Uh, I don't. Some other people will be back. Oh yeah, uh, I will be going to the Pokemon World Championships on whatever weekend that is. Uh, August twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. I'll be there the twenty seventh for a little bit too. So. Um, if you're going in uh Nashville, I will be there. I believe Michael will be there there. Possibly. Undetermined. Po- possibly. 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 So, um, I don't want to say yes and then like, I don't know, disappoint the three people
1: that want to see yeah, us. the whole one person that is actually interested in seeing me at all
0: and the 10 people who are excited to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um but uh they're distributing Mellowetta there if you are if you are dying to get a legit Mellowetta. It will be there for distribution. So that's kinda cool, um but yeah, I think that will wrap up our episode. uh You can follow us on Twitter. Micah is at Micah the Brave I am at dragging a lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at PokemonPodcast. and otherwise twitch streams. <laughs> keep on hunting those monsters uh <laughs> otherwise twitch.tv slash cast if you need something to watch during the week usually during the day or the evening i'm streaming uh shiny badge quest right now uh, we we're looking for our fifth shiny pokemon as of this uh recording and just so- somehow got suckered into a software setting for a fossil i hate software setting but See?
1: You've, you're coming around though so I much has changed
0: it. i hate it so much reviews in itunes you know that and uh something, something, Facebook, something, something, Instagram. Uh, They're in the show notes. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are
1: super effective. exciting super effective how's that (laughs) good use the second one
0: (laughs) a quick shout out to our producers of this show which include robert kevin mason and cygnus thank you all for listening